0: Hey, this is Dr. Tom Rogers. We're talking today to a special guest. I'm really excited about this. I've been kind of waiting on this interview and talk for about a month now. Because if you'll realize, last year I turned 65 and got on Medicare. So we're going to talk today about kind of like the business of medicine. I love talking about the business of medicine. Because medicine is a business. Whether you like it or not, it is a business. And with our current climate, who knows what's going to happen in the next few years. But one thing I can tell you, I will keep you updated because I'm in on this. I know the knowledge. I know what to do. And now I'm a part of it. I'm on Medicare. Who would have thought? But so last year, in preparing, I didn't realize that Medicare was so complex. There's so many decisions to make that can affect how much you pay and the services that you get. I mean, think about it, you've been paying all your life into this Medicare fund and finally you get there and it's so complex now that you better know what you're doing, you'll get screwed. So I queried all the experts that I knew and I came up with one name that kept coming to me around and round again and it was Renee Thompson who's sitting here to my right. She guided me last year through Medicare, the Medicare haze, what I call it, and it's been great. really changed my mind about a lot of things and got me in on a special plan that you probably have never even heard about. Mine is called Plan G. But anyway, we'll talk about that in a second. It's great to have you back after one year, Renee. I can tell you my experience with Medicare in the past year. I've had a few things, you know, a couple little visits, very few medications I've had to get. Um, I did have to have an MRI of my back, uh, which was covered uh, by my plan, and the only problem, knock on wood, that I've had is a couple back problems this year, uh, which we'll talk about in another episode about how bad backs are as you get older. But in any event, it's great to have you here, Renee, and I want to get an update on what's happened in the last year, and kind of maybe you can guide our audience through this purple haze of signing up for Medicare, because if you're around my age or a little bit younger, you're getting bombarded with people trying to get you to sign up for their Medicare plan. And before I heard about you, you know, I probably would have done the Typical thing, listen to my TV and signed up. Yeah, all this is covered? Okay, I want, it. I want it all. I'll sign it up. But then I learned a little bit on the deeper level some things they don't tell you about. So talk to me about, I don't want to talk about specific plans, but I want to talk about um, the various options that you can get. More specifically, I, I had plan G, which you're not going to hear about, and that's what fascinated me is because nobody's really going to tell you about Plan G unless they are more of an independent person like Renee Thompson, So, um, who I've referred many patients to, including family members. But tell me, give me kind of an update about Medicare and the options, the in and outs, who might want to choose one plan over another, how much it's going to cost them, things to watch out for
1: okay so um, typically you want to talk to a broker someone who doesn't just represent one company Um, you want someone who's willing to sit down with you and explain medicare as a whole what it covers what it doesn't and then what your options are outside of original medicare and there's a gamut of things out there and uh, advantage plans supplemental plans drug plans but you want someone that will sit down with you and kind of help you work through that maze. Uh, Cause depending on your health issues and things that you have going on, one plan might work better for you than another, but everybody is very different. It's not a cookie cutter, anything. So just because you're, third cousin removed has a specific plan doesn't mean that's going to be the best plan for you. So you need someone who can sit down and just basically show you what's out there and educate you on on what you may or may not need.
0: So it's going to be different for everybody depending on your state of health, how many medications you may be taking, and uh, that's another podcast I'm going to do is medications and getting your scripts filled because what I found out for the past several years is if you pay cash and use good RX, you can get your medicines probably a lot cheaper than even if you use your insurance. That's the thing that's really fascinated me through the through the years. But um, but yeah, so you'll get you'll sit down and talk to the patient about what kind of medical problems they have, how many medicines they, they're on how many times they see the doctor in a particular year, how many x-rays they may be getting, can they expect to go on the hospital, that type of thing. Because once you turn 65, you're going to have more uh, medical problems, I guess, than when you're 30. Hopefully, my job is to reverse that to where you don't have problems, and I think you can do that. But um, everybody needs medical coverage, in my opinion. So even if it's just for disaster, Really, I think that's to me that's what insurance is for—a disaster. That's why they call it insurance. It's not for every cold that you get, and and just I think that's what screwed up Madison. Really, is people expecting their insurance to cover everything? I mean, we have a major insurance problem as well as a health problem, like obesity and drug addiction. We have an insurance. Uh, problem in my opinion that people just expect everything and then they expect everything to be covered and in the meantime what that does to to physicians and hospitals is just overwhelms them drives the cost up and you have a lot of middlemen getting part of the money so it's a complex thing. It's nothing like it was when my dad was a physician many years ago. But we're here, so we gotta we gotta navigate it, and that's why you're here to help us. I love the fact that you're an independent broker, so you can give me what you did, you know, a totally unbiased opinion on what I needed. Not you weren't trying to sell me something because you got more of a commission on it or something. So that's what I really admire about you and why I tell everybody about you. But anyway, so, you know, through my own experience, the reason I got Plan G, which I like to talk about specifically, it may not be for everybody, but the reason I got it is because I realized that, you know, Medicare, if you sign up for an Advantage plan, and I'm not gonna mention names, Um, we don't wanna do that, but say I signed up for one of those and I came down with some weird disease that they couldn't handle around here and I needed to go to Vanderbilt. And Vanderbilt doesn't take that plan, so I can't go there. That's Um, correct,
1: so if you do, and there's some Advantage plans that have a PPO attached, which means you can go out of the network, you're just going to pay more out of your pocket not a hundred percent but more as opposed to supplementals like a g that as long as the physician or group takes original medicare they by law have to take a supplemental plan so if you want to go to vanderbilt and vanderbilt takes medicare then they're going to take your supplemental plan
0: okay Um, which I like say or say I was traveling I travel quite a bit and I was in California and I happened to have to go to the hospital and one of the hospitalists or ER docs that happened to see me was not signed up with that particular advantage plan out of Tennessee what would happen
1: Um, if it's not um, deemed an emergency then you're probably gonna pay the cost out of your pocket um, most of your Advantage plans do have an emergent care that if it's an emergency, like a heart attack or something emergent, then it, they will cover it. But if you, you know, just have the, a, a cold or the flu or something, typically they won't cover that.
0: That can get kind of complex, can it? it? When the bills start rolling in, you're not sure what you have to pay and what you don't. The reason I like my plan that you set me up with is because... Anybody that takes Medicare has to take me, whether I'm traveling or I need a referral to a big tertiary care center. Um, And also the fact I like my plans because um, the fact that if I'm hospitalized, I mean, I think I have a $190 deductible for everything. Correct me if I'm wrong, but when I'm hospitalized, 100% of it's covered. On some of the other plans, maybe not.
1: And and so even some of your supplementals, this is where you have to watch the G supplement, which what you have, yes, it will it will cover your hospital stay from day one, after you know because Medicare doesn't cover the first um, as of for 2020, it's fourteen hundred and ten dollars, so it doesn't cover the first fourteen hundred dollars to be hospitalized. Your supplement pays that. Okay. What your supplement doesn't pay is your Part B deductible which for 2020
0: was um, $198. I see. Okay. So you figured out for me, you, you talk to me, and I'm not on medications and knock on wood, I'm pretty healthy, keep up with things. Um, you figured it'd be better for me to get Plan G. And also, everybody needs a, a drug coverage, or you should have one. And I think my drug coverage was dirt cheap wasn't it? $13 a month or something?
1: Yeah, so when you turn 65 and you're getting on Medicare, if you don't have credible coverage through an employer, you need a drug plan. Now, by law, you don't technically have to have a drug plan, but if you don't take one and several years from now you need a drug plan and and then you have to pick up a drug plan, then you're going to get penalized 1% for every month you didn't have a drug plan. Back to when you turned sixty-five or took your Part B, so that wow. that can get costly um, if you don't go ahead and take one. So even if you're not on any medications, I recommend that people take a inexpensive drug plan. Now the Advantage plans they do that that is already it's part the, of it. that's most of those it's already part of it. Yeah. But if you're going to do just original Medicare or Medicare and a supplement, you really need to take a drug plan.
0: Okay, and mine I think is thirteen dollars a month, so it's really nothing so and
1: and those change every year so if let's say you're already on Medicare whether you're advantage or supplemental you really need someone every couple of years to sit down with you and do a plan review to make sure you're because medications change you might pick up a couple of new medicines or your company may decide they're not going to cover that specific medication anymore So all of that stuff changes every year. You really need someone to sit down with you every year or two and do a plan review.
0: So are you saying some of these drug plans may cover a real expensive medication where some of them don't?
1: Yes. So so I will say, like, typically um, drug plans and or Advantage plans have to cover at least one medication in the therapeutic category. So if you need like a blood pressure pill or whatever, you just have to f- make sure that whatever that specific one is that your drug company or your Advantage plan is gonna cover. Okay. Um, but those those drugs specifically will change year to year depending on what drug they will cover in, in their formulary.
0: Do you find that some cover better than the others?
1: It depends on the specific medications that you take. Um, okay. Is depending on really what specific drug plan you will need or Advantage plan if you decide to go that road.
0: That can get complex for some folks because some folks are on way too many medicines, in my opinion. Um, the other thing I really didn't care about, really I didn't care if dental or vision was covered for me because knock on wood, I'm pretty good there. Uh, but some people may want to purchase dental or vision can they do that while still being on a plan g
1: yes there are several um standalone vision and dental plans out there Um, and again it's all in what your specific need is this is why you need to sit down with someone and let them kind of go over what your specific needs are
0: okay okay it's interesting you know i was kind of surprised with how much medicare in general cost if you still work i mean that's just another way our government kind of digs their pockets into people that make more money than other people, because um, Medicare, even though you pay into it all your life, when you reach sixty-five, you think, "Well, I'm, I'm finally covered. I'm going to get. I'm going to be given insurance." Not the case at all, especially if you're working and and make a pretty decent salary. You're going to pay. You're going to pay a lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> so.
1: It's, so when you start taking your Medicare A and B. Um, Typically, when you take that, you will pay a, a specific price for the Part B. Um, it's 144 for most people, but then if you, you and or a spouse make more than certain amount of money, they call it an IRMA, an Income Related Monthly Adjustment Amount. So if there's a, you can go to Medicare.gov and look at that, it'll tell you the brackets as to income levels, as to if you're in this income level, then this is what you will pay with an IRMA for your Medicare Part B. And if you pay for an IRMA for your Part B, you will also pay one for your Part D. I
0: hate IRMA. You know, you think you wouldn't have to pay IRMA when you got 65, even though you choose to st- still work. I mean, in my mind, they make our government, I'm getting political, but our government makes. They don't want you to work, I guess, after 65 because they hit you hard with everything after 65. I guess they just want you to retire. But now we're living longer. I have no intentions of ever retiring. You know, I just don't want to. Why would you? You know, if you're capable of helping people out and still staying active, I think you're healthier that way. But that's totally on a side note. That's just my own opinion. But, uh, but I know many happily retired people, believe me including a lot in my family. But, um, but anyway, so if for people who are not sure, this may sound simple, but go over again what Part A, Part B, Part D. Tell me about the parts again.
1: Okay, so Part A is going to be hospital coverage. Um, that is typically if you've paid into Medicare um, 40, uh, I think it's 40 quarters, 40 weeks, um, there's some, some 10 years typically is when, as long as you've paid in 10 years, you don't pay for part A. Okay. Um, part B, um, is basically everything else medical that you would need to have done. And that is typically what costs the 144.60. That's the price for 2020. Um, I think that part that's actually going to go up a little bit for next year. I'm just not exactly sure what that is. Um, and then, the um, Part D, you'll need a Part D regardless of whether. Drug. you Yeah, for, 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 drug. for drugs. Okay. Um, so your Medicare A and B, and then a drug plan if you're going to just do original Medicare or if you're going to do supplemental to pick up the costs that Medicare doesn't cover. Or you can do Advantage plan, and those typically range from zero premiums to about $100 premiums. You're going to pay co-pays. You'll pay co-insurance, which is typically a percentage, money out of your pocket until you get to a range of 3200 to 6700 for an out-of-pocket maximum, then the company will pay
0: 100%. Good explanation. Do you, do you think on the advertising, they make that look better than it is? Mm-hmm. And, and they leave some of the parts out? Like they say zero, you're not going to pay anything, zero, co- zero deductible, zero copay, everything covered. Isn't that a little misleading?
1: Um, I, misleading, I don't know if I would use that word. But um, I would say um, because the zero premiums are not for everybody. Again, all that has to do with your specific needs. There are people out there who, just whether it's to any fault of their own or not, just cannot afford $100 a month or 120 or whatever for a supplemental. It It's, you know this is why we have options because some people just can't afford a supplemental plan Um, other people that don't take medications at all um, and aren't sick and don't have a lot of health issues some people want to stay on that advantage plan side because they don't want to pay 100 100 a month for something that they may not be using right now so again it's just it's the flyers that come in the mail to you from the specific companies, they don't give you the ins and outs of it, but they're trying to sell you their specific plan. This is why it's important that you sit down with someone who doesn't just represent one company.
0: I like the way you explained that. But one other thing I want to emphasize is when you before you turn 65, you need to sign up for part A, right? Because if you don't, you can be penalized. Is that right?
1: Um, no, the, the part A is pretty automatic, whether you sign up for it or not. So So let's part B you have to sign up for it unless you're still working and have coverage through your employer. So if you're going to still work and have the insurance offered to you through an employer, then no, you don't have to sign up for your part B, but let's just say, um, you're self employed and you're on, let's just say MetaShare. Well, to Medicare standards, that's not credible coverage. So when you get ready to turn 65, you'll need to sign up for A and B.
0: That's what I was thinking about. Okay, there. I'll tell you, this just tells me you need to talk to somebody like Renee who really knows what to, what to do, because it's very complex. So many ins and outs, and you could really, I mean, you need to sign up at the right times, you need to sign up for the right plan. Um, or you could really jeopardize yourself way down the line, especially on that drug coverage, where they penalize you ten percent a month until you sign up for it.
1: it's it's 1% oh, one percent for every month that you don't have a drug plan and the, and that's based on the national average, which is about thirty three dollars for a drug plan. so you would get penalized thirty three to thirty five percent per month you don't have a drug plan.
0: Okay. That's really interesting. What about folks that are on Medicaid as well?
1: So that's a different beast all on its own. Um, if you have Medicare and Medicaid, there are things out there available to you um, that offers some extra benefits. And again, that's where sitting down with someone who can kind of go over all of that stuff with you um, and, and be a little more specific about things that would okay. be beneficial for them.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, it's going to be real interesting to see what happens, you know, over the next few years with all our national health care plans. I mean, who knows what's going to happen with it? This thing has gotten so complex that I think that's why a lot of people just push for, you know, uh, socialized medicines, for lack of a better term. So who knows what's going to happen out there? Whatever happens, I know you do need some form of insurance coverage, but... Even more important, you need to start taking care of your health. We talk about that day in and day out. Stay healthy, and you don't have to worry too much. You know, just get uh, use insurance for disaster. But wow, we're gonna have to we have to do this again every year, and we'll update things. We'll keep you informed because this thing's gonna change. I mean, one thing you can be certain of: it will change, Uh, and most likely about every year there'll be new different nuances to it so um we'll keep you informed uh, in the meantime renee thompson we're going to put your information on there and uh for anybody that may want to talk to you you know but yeah uh,
1: and and you can also visit my website it gives lots of those specifics okay. at uh tig323.com
0: tig 323.com. Okay. Well, it's been a great, thank you, a pleasurable experience here. I've learned a lot even today. And um, we'll talk again next year. Anybody has questions, please don't hesitate to contact Renee. And if we can help you out, too, I'll give you advice. I will because I'm there. I've already been out for one year. And uh, I'm still kicking. So we'll see you next week. Thank you.